Hi, it's Jen. And I'm Audrey, and this is the Murky Motherhood Podcast, the podcast that tackles the tough questions we all have but don't want to talk about. So grab a cup of coffee and maintain your speed limit, and let's navigate these murky waters of motherhood together. So this week on the podcast, we are going to be diving into everyone's favorite friend, anxiety. And Jen and I are going to be sharing our story and what things that we have found help us to um, decrease our anxiety and what things kind of trigger our anxiety. And let's do this together. We are going to talk about everyone's favorite topic. Shopping. No, dang. Manicures. Uh, massages. Uh, yelling at your husband. No. That, that, actually, that actually leads to this. Or, right. Um, Contributes. That too. So we're going to talk about anxiety. <gasps> so part of this podcast is really, we really want to kind of get down into the nitty gritty of all the things. And um, anxiety is just kind of a constant part of my life. So Me too. <laughs> we were like, you know what? I'm sure other people struggle with this too, and so let's talk about it. Let's well, bring it out there and. Well, I'm I'm really guilty of like sharing memes all and like inspirational quotes and things like that on Instagram all the time, talking about you know anxiety and self care and you know how you can manage it. And sure, that sounds nice and fluffy, but not all the time can we manage it with memes and coffee and taking a bubble bath. So right, which. I'm I mean, so... it all helps, but yeah. <laughs> Sometimes. Sometimes. Sometimes, we'll see. yeah. We'll see. So um, so I know Audrey and I have spoken, obviously, beforehand about our previous experiences with anxiety, and we have both in, in over time, been both diagnosed with, uh, clinically diagnosed with anxiety. Um, so I thought what we'd do first is kind of tell our, like our briefly tell our story about how that's impacted us, and then kind of what we're doing with it now and then maybe talk about some ideas of how we can other than a bubble bath um yeah. how we can kind of help to relieve some of that anxiety when we're having those stressful days so, yeah do you want to go first yeah I'll go first so I think anyone who probably knows me since I was a kid knows that Audrey was the anxiety girl the worrier and um I grew up in the church and so a big part of my upbringing was you know, pray about it and, you know, don't worry, don't be anxious and have faith and all of that stuff is fantastic and amazing and it is helpful. Um, but sometimes if you have a sinus infection or you have the flu, you go get medicine to help you with that or you go see a doctor. And so my anxiety kind of got to a point where it was really hard to even function where it was just like, okay, something is not (laughs) right here. And so I would say probably, probably in college is kind of when I finally was like, all right, this is not, this is not normal. Like normal people don't get this worried to the point of, you know, you can't even do new things or you can't function in life. And so, um, I started first seeing a counselor and she was really, really helpful. Um, I think one thing about a counselor is they're awesome, but sometimes we kind of view them as like a a fix. It's like, okay, I'm going to fix it. But just like a car, you don't get your oil changed once and then drive the car for 
10 more years. For sure. So I think with anxiety, different things in your life can kind of happen and it rears its ugly head. And so I think it's important to kind of know yourself and know what your triggers are and, and acknowledge them and then not wait until things get really, really bad before you try to get help. Cause it's just going to be that much harder to dig back out. Dig out of it. Yeah, for sure. For yep. Sure. Awesome. Well, not awesome, but good story. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so glad you have anxiety. Oh, I know. It's well, but, but you know what? It's so common now. It's, it's one of those like, Oh, I have anxiety. You have anxiety. I have depression. You have depression. Woohoo. Like, right. is it, is it, you have a mental illness. I you know. Have a mental and I, and I really love just that there is such a spotlight on it right now. I mean, I, I have always, Gosh, my parents got divorced when I was, we moved here to St. Louis when I was in third grade. My parents got divorced when I was in fourth grade and that was a pretty ugly divorce. And so because of that, my parents had put me in counseling with my brother. So I was used to that concept. Um, And then I went through high school and my dad was diagnosed with ALS and that just whole concept of watching my dad die for 18 years, Mm -hmm. that was a lot. Um, but in the middle of that, I kind of, I was always the kid who had to do all the things. I'm, I'm the the oldest, so I always felt the need to always be, have, be perfect and get good grades and achieve and do all the great things minus sports. Cause I suck at sports, all sports. <laughs> um, and basically I went to college, had a awful breakup with the boyfriend and I just kind of went off the deep end. I was I would say I can't quite remember two years of my life, <laughs> and rightfully so. And yeah. that's at that point when um, just the combination of my dad and that that breakup, like we were going to get married, it was like a whole thing. Like we were, we were there um, and going, I switched schools and like it just all kind of like, woo, all at one time hit me. Yeah. Um, and at that point, my parents were like, okay, it's time like we need to talk to somebody you need to go see somebody and I started seeing a therapist on a weekly basis and I was diagnosed with anxiety PTSD from my parents divorce from fourth grade which always seems kind of strange but I guess yeah. they're the experts there um and it was recording oh. <laughs> my apple watch was recording that um and um so I started seeing somebody and we talked and I we did we I went every week and it's like they would give me things to work on or things to um and I was medicated at that point I think I was on two different medications and I felt good and I felt like I was starting to like get the tools that I needed to like handle my situation and um and then kind of calm myself down when I was you know feeling overwhelmed and stressed they actually were able to help me give me extra time for taking tests and things like that at school because I would just get so overwhelmed mm-hmm. that I could like put, I wouldn't even take the test. I would just sit there and like freeze. Yeah. Um, which then made my last two years of college extremely difficult. Right. Um, and, but then it was one of those really crazy things that I met my husband. Well, it was my senior, my super senior year of school, <laughs> um, the super, super semester. My, it was like a senior plus, like the extra yeah. semester. And I met Jeff and it was one of those things that like, I don't know if it was just our yin and yangness of our personalities. He was able to just come in and be a really great kind of source of balance and understanding for me. And slowly over that first year of us dating, I weaned myself off of all of the medication that I had been on. Now, people would be like, oh, that's probably not the best idea. But for me, he understood like where I was coming from and he knew my whole background. And he was like, he was 
in favor of whatever I needed to do. Yeah. Um, but he definitely wanted to make sure that one, he could be as supportive as he could be in our relationship. And so I've not been on medication since then. Um, but, um, up until now, um, I have recently started, well, in the last year or so, I started going back to a therapist just with Hattie going back to school and trying to figure out life and what's next for me in terms mm-hmm. of the big crazy world. Um, and just my role as a blogger and an influencer, how that's changed. Um, I get a lot of anxiety from just being a blogger. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, being on Instagram all the time, feeling like you always have to be on, um, mm-hmm. and feeling that's exhausting for an extroverted introvert. Yes. It's so exhausting. <clears throat> yeah. Um, and feeling like you always have to have something fresh and new and that are going to get people excited to see what you're doing that day. That's a lot. And then the flip side of that is if you, what if you think you post something that's so you think you, you work so hard, you did so great. And then it tanks and it's like, right. Well, well, you know, maybe I'm a failure or what's going on. And then, then there's days where like, or I get a comment or I get like a series of things happen. I'm also really bad about like collecting all of my feelings and then exploding. Yeah. So that's also a whole nother conversation for another day. Um, but it's, I could basically like have a comment that will trigger me and then I will disappear for like a couple of days and, and I just don't want to deal with like the world, but here I am, I've selected a profession that makes me forward facing to the world um but I'm I'm human so it's it's kind of hard like it's 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 a lot so yeah so I mean I find it helpful do you do you go to a therapist now I do so but I feel like like sometimes I find it helpful like we just sometimes we have nothing to talk about and like and those are the days I don't, don't you might have the same situation you you go in having nothing to talk about and then like some ugly yucky stuff just yeah. boils up from the bottom and you're like where did that come from yeah. so yep. like did not plan that but here we are yeah so and I think you and I are like I'm the oldest child too and my brother's eight years younger than me so um I was kind of an only child for yeah. quite a while too. And <clears throat> I also combated anxiety by doing things and over-functioning. And mm-hmm. that's kind of when I need to get better about realizing this. But when I get to the point where I'm like doing all the things and, you know, working and working out and planning parties and just like doing, 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 it's like, it's only a matter of time before I'm going to like crash and burn. Mm-hmm. And are you, are you me? This is, I know. So yeah. So. Well, yeah. And it's, I was trying to explain this to my husband a little bit cause he, he's German. He comes from a very, like, we don't talk about our feelings kind of family. Mm-hmm. And so for him, anxiety is, it's, he doesn't really understand kind of how it is. And it's like, it's almost like you have like a trillion things just coming at you all the time, all the time, all the time. And you have to figure out which ones are like real and mm-hmm. which ones are trying to trick you. And especially when you throw in like a little bit of like depression, mm-hmm. your brain is like, go, 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 go. But then the depression is like, but I can't. Yeah, the couch sounds great. Because I'm worthless anyways and yes. I don't have any purpose anyways. And Yes. And I think one of the things I learned from going to therapy was that I'm really good at playing out a situation that's occurred 
And then I try to like, and then I replay that story over and over mm. and over in my head of, well, why did they say it that way? Or how did, what did I do wrong? And it's always, what did I do wrong? And then I'm basically become Steven Spielberg. And I've like made right. all these movies in my head of how they should have gone or could have gone. And I've then like looked down. I'm like, I've just spent two hours consumed by probably that. Something the, that's not even real. That nobody cares about. Yeah it's, yeah. it's all in your head and it just spins and spins and spins. And it's like, well get out of your head and like go for a walk or something. Right. And I think for me too, like I'm naturally very like caring and thoughtful Mm -hmm. and I want to be there for other people. And this year has been really hard for my family and a lot of people around my family. We've had unexpected deaths and just sickness and just so many cancer and things Mm -hmm. where it's like, I, when my dad called and said, you know, mom has to start treatment. I kind of freaked out for about, 30 seconds and then I was like it's okay I'm gonna you know I'm gonna drive her to all the appointments and I'm gonna Mm -hmm. make dinner every time and I'm gonna learn how to crochet and I'm gonna make her hats Mm -hmm. and and it was like I was gonna fix it by doing 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 and then I kind of went through a phase where I was like crap I can't fix any of this Mm -hmm. no matter Mm -hmm. what you do and I think that's where anxiety gets tricky for people like us Mm -hmm. is because it's like you can't fix it like when your dad was going through that there's There's nothing you can do. And feeling powerless mm-hmm. to somebody like us who is very successful at fixing things, yeah, yeah. it's it's hard because then you have to just be. Yeah. And being is hard. Hard. So hard. It's like I don't I, I have like two two speeds. I'm like fully on mm-hmm. or fully like out of gas. There's yeah. just like no like, hey, Jen's gonna like do a couple of things today and like feel like she's accomplished something. No, it's like full throttle or yeah. Out of it. So yeah. Well, and I don't know if you feel the same way, but like I have so much anxiety for my children or a child. Mm-hmm. So like I come, I, I like pick Hattie up at school and I'm like, okay, I'm gonna interrogate her. Okay, what'd you have for lunch? What'd you do? Who'd you who'd you play right. with? Like all the things. Did you make a friend today? Are you kind? It's like I'm like sitting there all day stressing out. Is my, is my child making good choices? And it's like, right. cool. And I know she is because we raised her to like do those types of yeah. things. Or or it's like, and it's probably because I've never had lots of great, like strong female friends in my life. Like mm-hmm. I'll, they kind of bounce around, which is fine. Um, So I always ask Caddy, like, do you have a friend? Like, do like, are you, uh, you know, like, tell me, tell me who you're playing with. Like, yeah. do we want to have a play date? Do we want to do this? Yeah. Like, I'm psycho. Like, that's just what it comes down to. But I want her to have a little friend so bad, which then is interesting because I was the, y'all know I love me an Enneagram. Yeah. But my Enneagram 4 set, like, my Enneagram 4 says that I love dogs. So it was like that funny, the funny one you showed me the other day. Um, It said that I love having, like, that one person that I can always go to. And I feel like I'm now projecting my Enneagram needs onto my child. Yeah. Which I've learned in an Enneagram or small group that you can't do that. You, yeah. Your child does not have an Enneagram yet, but you can't, right. you can't do that. You can't diagnose uh, them or assign yes. them a number. Yeah. I'm just assuming she's a four. She's not a four. She's definitely more like a one, like her, like her dad. Yeah. But it's like, oh my goodness. Yeah. Anyway, totally off topic there. But, but yeah, it's, it's hard because it's like, I stress about all day. I'm like, okay, are, like, am I going to get a phone call? Am I going to get like a note home from school? Like, what are we doing here? And we were, when we were having sensory issues, um, are we like, is there something truly wrong with her? Then the, did right. I do something wrong? Did I raise her wrong? Did I like, did I feed her something weird at a wrong time in life where like I've, I've done this to her, which, yeah. whew, 
Yeah. This is why I only have one child. Because I know. <laughs> I have so much gray hair, it's not even funny. Well, right before we started recording, I got a call about my son's speech screening mm-hmm. and how they were like, well, we can see and go through this process. And it, it's like you, you want them to be good kids and you want them to be healthy. and But yeah, then what if something is not quite right? How right. do you fix it? And I think the other thing with anxiety that I've kind of noticed just from other people in my life is... I don't know exactly how to say it, but like a lot of times people are anxious because they don't have a job or they don't have money, but you can't, like you need resources and you need help, Mm -hmm. but it takes money to have those resources. I know. And so like just yesterday, so my son's having a really hard time at drop off still and it's, it's a lot. And so I contacted this place and they're like, oh, we're out of network. It's going to be like $350 for Mm -hmm. the screening and You know, so it's like, okay, I'm trying to deal with this thing. I'm trying to, you know, I'm trying to do the right things, but I can't spend $500 on a problem that lasts five minutes in the morning, you know? So I think that's the other thing that's tricky about mental health is that, first of all, you have to want to get help because I don't know Mm -hmm. how many people I've tried to help. And if they don't want to get better, they can't, they're never going to get better. Um, But even people that do want help, sometimes it's it's hard financially to, mm-hmm. to get the help that you need. So I totally get that. And I think for me, it's like when I've tried to help people, I've, I've helped them. I've, while I'm like saying, yes, you probably need to go talk to somebody. That's great. Yeah. The other things that I've done is I, the first thing I've now kind of trained myself to do is when I'm starting to feel funky, um, which is, um, this is weird. I'm going to say it. Um, I sit in my car, and I listen to loud Christian music, which yeah. in the past, this would not be like anything close to me. Like I, yeah. like I'm like, you should five, see her face. She's like, oh my gosh. I'm like, oh, I, I, yeah, I've ne- like, I always used to make fun of my mom when we were younger. Cause she used to listen to like, what's the joy of M? Oh that yeah. What? I don't listen to the, the radio radio, but I listen to XM radio. And so they have this channel called the message. And so, which happens that a lot of the music that they play on the message we actually play at our church. So, yeah. which it works out. Um, but like, I just feel like when I, it's like almost like I'm praying to feel like just, I'm trying to release it when I know that mm-hmm. it's like, I can feel it in my chest. Like I just sing really loud, which yeah, <laughs> it's, I don't know. It's, it's a whole, it is like the other day I was listening to skillet, which if you don't know who skillet is, they're like a heavy metal Christian rock band, which you would never know they were heavy metal Christian rock, but you should listen if you have time go listen to stars which is so good it's like i was the other day i was driving to the mall for a a thing that i had to go to and i'm just like crying i'm like okay well that's a fail because i'm like losing my makeup here and i've (laughs) got to do all this again yeah um but like i don't know for me singing just like it almost like it's like releasing from me to like just at least calm down and it's my way of praying like like an open loud mouth prayer of like okay i'm here i just need some help um yeah well i realized that 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 is helpful i also understand that having a counselor or a doctor or yeah. those also like you have to have all of those components i think you yeah. to to really make you feel like you, you can help help it kind of get under control that's yeah at least that's what works for me i've probably become more spiritual in that respect and like in the last probably two years it's like i would have never thought to like jump right into that and be like yeah okay that's not that's not like i grew up in a church going family but like I haven't really like connected to that until like 
recently, which is kind of yeah. cool, but yeah, makes me feel better. So yeah, and I think kind of what you're saying too, like if you're having you know a lot of anxiety and you're just not feeling great, I kind of like to say you have to give yourself a fighting chance. So mm-hmm. I mean. I notice when I'm eating really poorly and I'm not working out and uh-huh. I'm just like, Ugh, I guess what's one more pint of ice cream mm, and that's me and Cher- me and fountain Coke. Mm. Yeah. Oh, like you Coke. just, you just feel like gross. And I think I kind of made the decision last week and then of course I got my wisdom teeth out this week. So I've kind of been knocked down, <laughs> but, um, I'm like, you know what? Okay. I, I'm probably never going to be the same size I was before I had kids and that's fine. And, but I need to give myself the best chance that I can. So Mm -hmm. I'm going to drink water. I'm going to exercise even if like 30 minutes. Mm -hmm. And so, um, last year I did, um, an Ironman triathlon, which was (laughs) 1.2 mile swim, 56 mile bike, and then a half marathon. So for me to sit here and go, Oh, I'm going to walk for 30 minutes. It's like kind of like a slap in the face to Mm -hmm. myself. Cause Mm -hmm. it's like, are you kidding me right now? Like you just did this eight hour event. But that's what I can do right now. And mm-hmm. so that's what I'm going to do. And those little habits are going to build on top of each other. Mm-hmm. And then... You're going to get stronger and grow and... Yeah. And yep. so I think part of it too is you have to give yourself the best possible shot that yep. you can. Yeah. But that kind of brings up like self-sabotage. I know I do that. Oh, I'm so good at that. Where it's like, you know, I'll do a weight loss challenge or something and I'll get so close Mm -hmm. but I'm like I'm not gonna make it so I'm just gonna gain 10 pounds anyways and like why do I do that that was me so yesterday I had to go uh I went to go get a chemical peel and the gal that that was there she's like oh I saw that you were gonna do hard 75 did you do it and I'm like I didn't even try. I like I I announced it and I was like I'm gonna do this. I'm like I'm gonna jump it and then what is it? Oh, hard seventy five. Yeah. Oh, it's awful. Don't do it. Um, but <laughs> it was basically two workouts a day. Oh. Um, you had to you stick to a, eat like an eating diet. Um, of of your choice. You had to read a ten page ten pages of a self help book a day oh. and no alcohol for seventy five days. If you oh. missed, you had to start over. So it's like a hardcore. Whole yeah, 30. it's hardcore. <laughs> it's like a. Yeah, it's super hardcore. So I was like, in, I like I it was I was to the point where I was like, okay, I'm in a good place. I think I can do this. I'd like to get kind of myself situated. And it was like it gave me enough time that I would be done by Thanksgiving. Well, we're obviously yeah. we're not there. Um, seventy five minutes you could do yeah. seventy five hours. Yeah. Well, so Jeff was like, he came to me. He's like, I saw that you posted this thing. I'm gonna just take a step back and be like, I think you've you've bit off more than you can chew, and I think you're gonna fail. Well, I appreciate my husband telling me, like, I don't think this is a good idea. Yeah. Then it was, like, he put the anxiety in my head of, like, whoa, I think you're going to fail. So, like, it was, yeah. I'm setting myself up to fail, but I'm already being, I'm already failing. So. Yeah. I was, like, I think I'm not going to do that. So, anyway, yesterday the girl's, like, did you start so, the 75 hard? I'm, like, no. No. Didn't even try it. She's, like, oh, okay. Just checking. I was, she's, like, and then she felt bad because, like, she thought I was, like, right. upset. I was, like, no, it's not a big deal. I was just, it was, it was, like, a, like, a gut decision gut decision in the moment and I'm like but that like for me and my lifestyle that I don't think that's a good fit right now yeah. so I mean for me it's my goal is to get up and to go to the gym every day and feel good about uh you know if I wake up and I don't feel right or like my foot doesn't feel right like I don't go like I want to yeah. I do what feels good for me that day or if I need a rest day it's great and then yeah um that's what I do on that kind of a yeah words are hard today apparently (laughs) so so what else do you do to help with your anxiety though um I think 
every time I feel like just crazy, crazy anxious, especially at night, it seems like it gets really bad at night. I'll watch an episode of like Shit's Creek mm-hmm. or The Office or something that's like just I kind of know what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. The characters are comforting to me and afterward it kind of like gets your mind off of it and then afterwards it's like all right, maybe this wasn't so crazy yeah. after all. Um I also have the Calm app, the Daily Calm. Oh, yeah. And I pay for like the yearly thing or whatever and they have like a Daily Calm every day that's like 10 minutes and you Mm -hmm. do this calming thing and they have a bunch of different other like series on there too like Mm -hmm. tackling anxiety and mean meaningful eating mindful Mm -hmm. eating and Mm -hmm. just different things like that that um I it's so funny because you said like listening to Christian music and it feels very like woo woo or like just kind of corny or cliche yeah where you're just like okay I do a meditation um but that stuff really does help, helps. and it really makes a difference, and um, I don't think there's anything wrong with doing it. No. I mean, it. but yeah, I totally, at first, was like, this is so stupid. This is not going to help me. But just like anything else, it, the more you do it, the more it's yeah. going to help well, you. Well, I will tell them the story of me joining a second gym <laughs> because, oh, of this, yeah. because of this. So I go to a boot camp gym now, and I love it, but for me, I am a bur- I'm a bar lover and I kind of went behind my husband's back this week and I joined a um a local bar studio um that also also offers yoga and so currently I can't uh go see my therapist because she's got some stuff going on and um and we'll probably will be back for a month or two so in my mind I was like well I'm going to try um a new form of kind of self-helping myself um and I'm gonna do yoga three times a week to see if I can kind of like get out of my head learn how to like take deep breaths and really focus on the important things and just kind of have that me time that's not not like going to like another gym this is like truly like a mind body Mm -hmm. connection type of a thing so report back on it I'm gonna I I I go to my first yoga class next week and signed up to do it. So, but it's like, I think it's those things that's like, what can you do? Like, you also have to think outside yourself. Like, okay, well, I've tried this. This doesn't work. Can I do something else? Do we think that will help? And I, so I'm going to try this for a few months and see if we'll see. We'll see. I mean, it's, it's not going to hurt anything. So if anything, it makes me feel stretchy. So. Right. Yeah. And I think one thing you were saying too, that, or when you were talking that made me think of it is like. I, for me, like when I'm feeling anxious, I feel like everyone around me knows it. Oh, for sure. But I'm really good at hiding it sometimes, (laughs) not necessarily around my kids or my husband, um, because you, they just kind of always get the worst of you, unfortunately, because they know you the best, but, um, you know, like tell your spouse or tell your kids, like I've gotten into the habit where I'll just tell Elise, like, hey, Elise, I'm really struggling right now. Just mm-hmm. give me a minute. I'm sorry. I, I don't mean to be short with you. Because um, I think, like, just saying it out loud is, like, this is a real thing. Mm-hmm. Like, if I had a headache, I would say, hey, I have a headache. Or I sprained my ankle or whatever. It's, like, this is a real thing. Like, mm-hmm. this is a real condition that I have. And, you know, it's really flaring up today. Or yeah. I'm really having a rough day with it. Um, And just having somebody, too, that you can reach out to and... Sometimes, like, just laughing about how ridiculous anxiety is because it can get you, like, the other day, Dax came home from school and he just, I go, Eric, he just doesn't seem like himself. He just seems kind of sad. And so Eric goes, hey, buddy, 
so Dax is four, okay? He goes, hey, buddy, do you have any pain in your back or your legs or your neck? And Dax was like, I don't think so. And Eric looks at me and he goes, well, sometimes kids have cancer, you know, and that's how they find out about it. And I was like, what the hell? Like, you can't say that to me. And then my brain, like, went, you know, of course, like, you know, I have a kid with cancer and how am I going to deal with this? And my mom has cancer and blah, blah, blah. And it's like... I just had to kind of laugh and just shut it down and be like, yep. nope, we're not going to, yeah, we're not going to go there because yep. it's, it's, it's not doing anything. Now, sometimes I've heard people will, they'll say, well, what if this, what if this, and then they'll take it all the way. Yeah. Okay. Well, what if that does happen? Mm-hmm. Well, okay. Well, you know, and then just kind of play it out. Yeah. And I mean, even if the worst possible thing were to happen, there are people who, we'll get who it. they're resilient, that you know, we, we will carry on. And so I think it's hard. I, like, it's easy right now to talk about all this because we're not in the middle of, like, an anxiety yes. storm. Yes. Because Wait, wait till this afternoon or this weekend. I'm right. sure something will pop up. Well, just yesterday I was telling my mom, like, oh, my gosh, I feel so much better, my anxiety. And mm-hmm. then this morning I texted her and I was like, please erase everything I just mm-hmm. said yesterday because I'm feeling very anxious again. And... Um, I think for me too, just like getting outside of your head, talking to somebody mm-hmm. else, like just cause anxiety is very self focused mm-hmm. and just, if you can like get outside of yourself a little bit. Well, what was that? What was that last weekend when I texted you? I was like, I'm going to quit the internet again today. Yeah. I, like, I don't want to do this anymore. Yeah. And like, I just want to like, hear like, what happened? I'm like, no, <laughs> nothing happened. I yeah. just want to quit the internet today. Yeah. I'm like, I just, sometimes you're just like, you kind of hit like this internal tipping point where nothing's really like doing anything but you're just yeah. like okay well the it's all creeping up again and like yeah. i i same thing i have i i text you when i have mm-hmm. feeling weird and you're like okay well let me talk you off the cliff and i'm like yeah and i have another good friend that lives in ohio and i'll text her and i'm just like i don't know what's going on today and yeah. so of course it's 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 nice to have other people who have the same anxiety situations that you do yeah and so it's nice because like I might have a weird trigger point of like different things but you also have different different areas that set you off or I have another friend the same situation but it's now we've kind of figured out how we can work together to kind of get you back into a better space for that day which is nice because then it's like okay well one you just saved me 50 bucks from going to therapist and two it's it's somebody that truly cares about you and wants the best for you so so it's like, okay, are you having a better day now? Can I bring you some coffee? Like, what's... Yeah. Like... And I think, too, like, just know that it's it's a legitimate, real struggle, and it's okay. Like, yeah. you're not inconveniencing anyone. You're not, you know, like, I think two people are like, I'm so sorry, I'm a mess. And it's like, that's... But, but that's part of you. That's all of you. Yeah. You know, the, the good, the bad, the not so good. And, and, and I think, like, if you can't take me with my the best of me or it can't take the, well what do they say with if you can't have the worst of me you can't have the best of me kind of right. thing and you can't, it's all it all thing. makes you part of it and yeah. you know like for us too like some of that achieving that anxiety kind of helps us yes. to achieve more and the you know me like worrying about people and caring that makes me a really caring person so there are aspects of anxiety that are good i think it's just when it gets out of control and it Agreed. becomes like a train that just won't stop and you can't make it yes. stop. So I would say moral of the story is 
I would think everybody has some form of anxiety. And I think yeah. if you're saying no, you're kind of full of baloney. Because I think any... You're the, denialing. Yes. You're, <laughs> you're, de- you're in denial. The denial. Denial is not a river in Egypt. Yeah. That's right. Egypt. Yes. Anyway. Oh, man, Jen. Woo. <laughs> um, I would say, yeah. I mean, one, everybody is affected by it. You know, obviously, severity is going to change. Um, two, you're not alone. I think mm-hmm. that's the most important thing. And three, if you need help, ask for help. Like yeah. there are people there that to help you. There are there are resources all over the place. I'm sure we could probably pull up a list of yeah. Put put a list of resources together. That would be good and for the show notes. Ooh, we have show notes. We're also gonna have we some. Do. We have someone fact check us too. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there's no facts here. This is yeah. all just opinion. Um, actually, we should probably see that. <laughs> Um, we are not medical professionals. No, we don't. We don't. Or play one on TV. Like none of these. We are things. two women in a closet, in a closet. recording a podcast <laughs> about our feelings. Yes. So, <laughs> but yes, it's. I mean, I think it's a good thing to talk about it. Um, and if you ever want to talk more, we're always here to go to coffee, have conversations. You know, text us. Yeah. So we we're, we're not like we're not we're like we're therapists or anything, but I think we've all been there and we understand it. Yeah. So, which is a good thing. Yep. Yeah, and I think asking for help is good. Like, start with your primary care, and if they refer you to someone else, um, that's great. But don't don't feel ashamed, and I think be your own advocate. You know, like, if you're taking walks, and you're going to yoga, and you're eating healthy, and you're, like, really, really, really trying, and it's, like, nothing is still working, it's okay to get help. Yeah. By yeah. someone who is professional, not us. Not us. us. <laughs> awesome. All right. Well. Do you have a murky motherhood moment this week? Mm. This week, Daylight Savings has been kicking our butt. Yes. So, um, we have had a lot of just morning meltdowns this week. Yes, of same. Ra- like, we had, I don't know if Elise was ever like this, but we have, um, Hattie doesn't like to wear socks. Because I don't like to wear socks. Oh, that's a sensory thing. Yeah, it's a sensory thing. But yeah. I also don't like to wear socks. And yeah. I don't, I don't, and I don't promote socks in the summer. And that's she always so wears, like, um, natives. So yeah. she doesn't have to wear socks because they're perforated. Um, and my mom gets so mad at me because she thinks that they're ruining her heels. Anyway, off topic there. Oh, um, gosh. um, but it's uh, the other day she came out with a summer dress on <laughs> and it was strawberries all over it. She's like, I'm wearing this to school. And I'm like, well, Hattie, one, it's like 20 degrees outside. Yeah. We got to wear tights. So we get tights on her. And then it was just like the World War Three with uh-huh. the seam and the thing and oh, the boot yes. and the... We couldn't make it work. So finally, like, she's, like, in the living room, no clothes on. She's like, I'm not going to school today. This is ridiculous. And I'm like, well, you have to go to school, one. So then we were trying to be logical. I'm like, well, you like to go down the flagpole at school. So if you don't wear tights, you have your leg's going to get really cold on the flagpole. Yeah. And you could get hurt. Like, you could get a frostbite or something. So finally, we, like, agreed to pants and a shirt. But it's like, who, buddy? Like, the sock thing is a challenge for us right now. So today I sent her in, like some glittery looking Ugg boots when I was like, well, you don't have to wear socks because they're furry on the inside. So. Yeah. Compromise. Yes. That's good. Good gravy. How about you? Yeah. Daylight savings. So we've all just kind of had that like low grade, just like sickness of Ugh. like coughing and snot. snot and just junk. And so Elise this morning was, I did hear her coughing a lot last night. But this morning she comes out and she's like, I don't feel good at all. She goes, I got to lay down before I pass out. Very dramatic. I'm like, okay. So it's hard because the other day she goes, mom, I do admit sometimes I do lie and I just don't want to go to school. But this time I really don't feel good. Oh. So we're really working on like the telling the truth. Yeah. And um, I'll have to give you the, my Millie Meerkat book. The lying is, it's a challenge because 
like that's the worst to me like being a liar is Mm -hmm. like it's awful because no one can trust you and so Mm -hmm. we're trying to teach her that well when you tell us you don't feel good and you're lying about it we can't trust you so go to school have fun in bed all day see you at four yep no tv you lay in bed and sleep yep so we'll see if i get a call from the nurse there we go well fingers (laughs) crossed yeah all right well thank you for listening and we will see you next week see you later bye bye Mama, thanks for joining us today. We hope you loved this week's episode. Be sure to tune in every Monday for a new episode with Jen and Audrey, and be sure you're following us on Instagram at Murky Motherhood.